everybody. Welcome to The Totally Well Show. I'm your host, Joyce Strong. The Totally Well Show is a place where we get curious, ask questions, and explore everything to do with health, wellness, fitness, personal development, helping people, and all the things it takes to help you live a strong, joyous life. My guest today is Cecile Chaconis. Cecile is a physical therapist, healthy aging coach, and business coach. And uh, she shares with me in this episode her knowledge of um, health and coaching people, um, both in mindset and in nutrition, and giving um, them some uh, great first steps in getting uh, to a better place in their health. She also coaches uh, other coaches who want to uh, create some residual income and have um, some support from her on the nutrition piece as well as the business piece. So reach out to Cecile, all the information's in the show notes, and reach out to me, Joyce Strong, at Totally Well and Total Well Coach. We love to get your review on Apple Podcasts because it helps rank the uh, boost the rankings and let more people find out about me and Cecile. So, um, and by the way, Cecile and I have some common roots in Berlin, New Hampshire, so she's a New England girl, um, but she's on the West Coast now, smart girl, oh, nice and warm, I get my warm hat on because it's cold here in the Boston area. I'm actually in Groton, Mass, near the New Hampshire border. Anyway, enjoy the show. Enjoy Cecil Chaconis, and we would love to hear from you. So hello, everybody, and welcome to Cecil Chaconis to Totally Well. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Me too. I want to uh, let people know a little bit about you before we start. Uh, you are a physical therapist, which you've done for a million years. And mm -hmm. you are a healthy, even though you don't look a million years, um, a healthy aging um, and business coach. Whoops, I got a little ding on my ding on my thing. So um, you've made some changes in your life that, I have. from physical doing physical therapy, which I think you still do, right? I still do, yes. And now you've added on to that with some um, some private coaching and working with. Um, as a business coach as well. That's right. That's right. Yes, I um, I grew up in New England, and it's so cool that this is being broadcast in Boston, uh, near Boston and Groton, Mass, because I grew up in Berlin, New Hampshire, and it turns out that, you know, we kind of have uh, similar ties to that town. But um, but I, I grew up basically in a family of seven, and we were we ate a lot from the earth, and um, and and so we ate pretty well. But we also ate a lot of uh, bulk food, and um, and I didn't really like the way I we ate growing up. It was a lot of meat and potatoes kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but um, anyway, it, it uh, when I came to California, it, I definitely embraced the. Um, fresh eating lifestyle, you know, they, my, my family used to call me the rabbit because I was always looking for veggies to eat. <laughs> so, <laughs> Very I always thought from where we came from with the French Canadian and, you know, up near the Canadian border. Um, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, there's a lot of, um, a lot of pato chinoise and a lot of like tortillas and that sort of thing. <laughs> uh -huh. But, uh, but I, um, I was actually, um, just loving, you know, eating really, really healthy. And, and I was pretty much all my life a, a vegetable eater, loved eating greens, loved kind of eating, um, just, um, 
mostly veggies. And my, I married somebody who likes meat. So we, we definitely had, you know, ate a lot of meat and he's, he's Greek. So we ate a very Mediterranean lifestyle diet it was, it was a very nice diet, I thought, but you know, um, there were some downfalls, um, maybe a little bit too much sugar. Uh, you know, I do, do always, I always had, um, a sweet tooth <laughs> yeah, yeah. and, uh, and, and, but I, you know, I never really gained that much weight. So I was like feeling like I was eating a healthy lifestyle, eating a healthy diet. And um, so the I and I also had done the right thing. You know how you grow up in a, a small town and you're picked for one of the kids to go to college, you know, at least I was, you know, it was like not everybody in my town goes to college and not even my family went to college. My mom didn't go to high school. Yeah. Uh, my dad didn't go to college, but you know, we always knew I was going to go to college. <laughs> so, uh, from a young age, I was a good student. I got a good, you know, education. I got, went to a good school. I went to Bowdoin in Maine. Yay Bowdoin, go you bears. <laughs> and then, um, I got a good job. Uh, I became a physical therapist, went to UCSF, uh, physical therapy. And, um, and I did all the right things, or, or so I thought, you know, and um, I was living a, a healthy lifestyle. Um, so well, along comes um, kind of a little change in things because um, I, a couple of things happened. I was doing physical therapy for like, I don't know, decades. And I actually loved most of what I did. I loved helping people. I was actually going to be a doctor at first, but my, I met my husband when he was in medical school. And he, um, he and I hit it off. I knew I wanted to be with him. I also wanted to be a mom. So my desire to become a doctor and a mom was like, I think I, I think I want to switch gears. And so I looked around and I literally said, well, what do I do next? You know? Um, and Ted, my husband says, you know, well, why don't you look at physical therapy school? And I said, oh, um, what's that? <laughs> I literally had no idea, but I liked the idea of helping people. And this seemed like a good profession where I could have some autonomy and also help people. So here I am. And, and, and for the most part of my career, I really have loved what doing what I did, what I do. Um, but what I discovered as a physical therapist is more than helping people. You know what I really love is I love empowering people. <laughs> I love, I love having people do something and having an aha moment that where they can help themselves. So um, it's been a great run. And yet over the last 10 years or so, I was, there was a couple things going on. I was working really hard, finding, feeling like I was working harder for about the same amount of money. There's the rules had changed. I wasn't able to practice the way I used to. Mm -hmm. And I also was seeing this trend in physical therapy uh, in my patient load. Because I work mostly in hospitals or um, where the people are doing rehabilitation mm -hmm. before they can go home. They say they break a leg or they get sick and they can't go home right away. I, I work with them. Mm -hmm. um, and it used to be that the vast majority of those people had broken a leg or had an accident or, or something. And, and they would just need to get their bones fixed and go out the door. But now I'd say more than half have other associated diseases that weren't around 30 years ago when I started out. They were things like hyperlipidemia and high, um, 
hypertension, obesity, mm-hmm. those things, they just seem to have like this, this unhealthy triad of things that, um, that people have that they come into the hospital with that are not really why they're in the hospital, but truly are associated with a lot of their other issues. And diabetes, for example, you know, and these, and what really saddened me is, ah, I saw, wow, you know, so many of the diseases are preventable. Okay. Yet I had really nothing really to offer them except eat your veggies. Don't eat those chips. (laughs) That chocolate bar is not good for you. You know, don't drink the diet Coke. It's diet, but it's not good for you. You know? Uh, So I, I was a little frustrated in my career, uh, bottom line, and um, I didn't really plan to do anything about it. Um, I was just going to settle in for the the coast coasting to retirement type of thing, <laughs> you know. And um, and yet that all changed when about seven years ago, my husband, who's you know he's a he's a physician. Um, doctors never go to doctors finally convinced him to get a checkup and one of the things they found was he was pre-hypertensive mm-hmm. his blood pressure was a little high so the doctor recommended he change that he add um, you know an antihypertensive medication and my husband said whoa I'm not taking any medication. <laughs> so, uh, Evram, at the same time some friends had uh, come to us because they had done this 30-day program was an elimination diet and they ate healthy food and um, they, they supplemented with some shakes and stuff, but it was awesome. And they, the guy, one of them had insulin dependent diabetes and he didn't have to take insulin as much. And another one, um, his wife had lost weight. They both slept better. They looked great. And they learned all these new recipes for cooking with green food and, and, and all these new ways of eating. And I thought, okay, well, good for you. But you know what? I, it was, they had called it a cleanse. And I said, I don't do cleanses. Yeah. (laughs) Um, that I had to backtrack because my husband said, Hey, let's try this cleanse thing, you know, because I don't want to get on free, you know, medication. So long story short, he, we both did the program. I did it grumbling for him because of course I was already healthy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't need that. And, um, he lost the weight. His never, he's never had to go onto blood pressure medications. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, it educated him on a new way to eat. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing because we all know the slippery slope. You're a nurse, you know, the slippery slope when people take, start taking medications and that medication has a side effect. So they have to take something else to, to address the side effect. And, and it's just a slippery slope. So we let, like Hippocrates said, you know, let food be your medicine. <laughs> so we did that. Um, and what was interesting is I started doing this grumbling uh, for him. I didn't need anything. And yet there were some issues that I was having besides the stress from my job. Right. Yeah. I also had almost, I was getting almost daily headaches huh. almost every day. I had a headache yeah. and a lot of those times those were turning into migraines. And my mother, I remember I had migraines and I thought, Oh great. I have my mother's curse of migraines. And those are disabling. I don't know if you've ever had some. I have, yeah. And it's interesting, too, that the idea that you, we, we do that. We think we know our parents had it, so we're doomed. Um, I'm doomed. Realize yes. that maybe if we eat like our mother ate. Um, so 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and I had learned to settle because I had actually also had joint pain because yeah. uh, right around my forties, I was getting like a crinkling in my hands and I thought, you know, cracking of my joints. And I thought, Oh my gosh, I wonder if I'm getting rheumatoid arthritis, you know, yeah. you know, the whole medical students disease, you know, you know, just enough so that you start thinking. you have <laughs> Or we listen to our doctors and they say, well, you're old. Of course you're going to get that. Well, that's exactly what I heard. Yeah. Well, you're getting older, you know? Yeah. You're going to have joint pain. You're going to have arthritis. And the other thing that I was feeling is around two o'clock every afternoon, every, every, every day I had a salad for lunch, mm-hmm. but I also had dessert. Yeah. I always had dessert, and I would not be able to go buy a candy jar without just grabbing one. What's just a piece of sugar, whatever. It's just it's just a candy, yeah. and and um and then around two o'clock in the afternoon or three o'clock, I was like, oh god, I was running around all day seeing patients, working you know, energy, 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 and then all of a sudden, boom, Monk, yeah. I was just, <laughs> what is wrong with me? I am so tired right now. I need a Snickers bar. And so, <laughs> and we just get used to that. And then we see the silly commercial that says the same thing. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's so satisfying, right? Yeah. So here's the thing. I um, did this program and within three days, mm-hmm. I was like, what? I haven't taken ibuprofen today and I don't have a headache yet. Yeah. And then about five days, I was like, it's two o'clock in the afternoon and I'm still going. This is great. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, this is amazing!" And I wasn't going to try to lose weight because I didn't really need to lose weight, but I lost four pounds without trying. And I was like, "Whoa, that's okay." I mean, it was okay because you know I had a little bit of a muffin top, and that's okay. But <laughs> but some um, of that was so, probably inflammation too, right? Exactly. And I didn't know what what's inflammation, right? <laughs> um, you know, inflammation, as we know, is a good thing, right? When you cut your finger, you have to have the inflammation, the inflammatory response to heal it, but. When you have something that you're doing that's beating up your body mm-hmm. and, um, and you keep doing it, your body kind of gets used to it, but it kind of gets used to the blah state. And for me, I was in the blah state and I was settling for it because I was told I was getting old and that was just it. You know, I was getting the headaches. I was taking the ibuprofen. I was not feeling so great. I had the joint pain, but oh, well, I guess that's getting old, you yeah. know? I swear, I'm I'm seven years older now, and I feel younger than I felt then. Yeah, I bet. You know, and what was the change is at the end of the 30 days, because somebody told me, like you, Joyce, oh, that's inflammation you got rid of. Yeah, that's water weight you got rid of because something you've been eating is not agreeing with you. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And, and I thought, what? Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. And so at the end of the 30 days... First of all, okay, I blew it, actually. Don't do what I did. But I had a piece of banana bread. And I thought, no big deal, right? Because you you give up gluten, dairy, and soy for and sugar for 30 days. And banana bread's awesome. It was homemade. It was beautiful, right? Yeah, yeah. But within an hour, I started getting like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting a headache. Yeah. What's going on? Wait, I haven't had this for 30 days, for three, you know, for what, what, what? So I actually then said, what, what was it in the banana bread? What was it that made me feel this way? So I, um, I actually then introduced foods very slowly to figure out what were my triggers yeah. to make me feel blah. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of that, 
I knew how to dial in my nutrition so that I wouldn't get headaches every day, mm -hmm. so that I wouldn't have my joint pain, so that I could go, it would be at three o'clock in the afternoon and I'd still be okay. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, of course, I became a zealot telling people about this and, <laughs> um, and people, um, people responded. They, they, they had a great, I mean, they, they had great results. Their blood pressure went down, their blood, you know, and so it just, it realized, I realized that I was able to empower people in a way much broader than I could if I just did physical therapy. So yeah. I love co coaching people through the program. In, in doing, um, from the preventive end of things, maybe they need to reverse something, but even catching before things get worse, that chronic inflammation, exactly. it's so rewarding to be that yes. person and, yeah. and be kind of a teammate or a guide, you know, and a little information, but a lot of it is the, the other piece with, um, I guess, empowerment, the, the part where you let the person know they've had this ability all along and it's exactly. empowerment. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, when you think about it, um, we, we are the product of, of our own doing, you know, we are who we are today. We are, what you know, how we feel because of how we've eaten because of how uh, the, the people we've hung out with how we've been thinking in our lives you know mm -hmm. and it, once we own that it opens up a whole world of opportunity for us right yeah, yeah. you know if you own that you are where you are because of what you've done you can kind of reflect back and instead of beating yourself up about it you just say like okay well where can i start afresh yeah, and what we don't know better, you know, we don't know what we don't know, and exactly, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's funny with all the energy that you have and passion about, it's like the the part of not being completely satisfied in your job. Um, it really shows that something was missing there for you. Not just that. Yeah. You know, I know medicine has changed, and the way as medical professionals, we're kind of in that red tape place. You know, it's, it's not as fun not as autonomous, right? All creative. Right. And you had these abilities in you that were like, let me out, let me out, <laughs> you know? And uh, I can just see it with you. You're so enthusiastic and passionate and you see a way to help people, but really as for you as uh, being able to make the decisions and create a, a process or personalize a plan. Yes, I mean, I, I love educating people yeah and and helping them see that they have the power within themselves to change and yes we provide some tools yes you know but it's ultimately up to them and we provide you know like i i, I want to provide a community you you and i as educators we we provide a community we provide mentorship we provide encouragement yeah you know um and we, we provide a social environment, you know, a, a community of people who are like-minded, who, who, who are there to lift them up. Because we've all been there. We've all kind of fallen and gotten back up. But you know what? It's the getting up that matters. It's not your, you know, it's not your setbacks. It's your comebacks, right? So, uh, yeah. so that's, I mean, I, I, think, I think if anybody watching this is, is looking for wellness, you know, I think there is so there are many people out there who are happy to help them and mentor them mm -hmm. and but ultimately they have to decide they're ready yeah. and because 
they have to be ready in their minds. And, and, um, and that's why, you know, I, I, there's no one perfect program, but if you have something that can jumpstart you mm-hmm. and give you tools that you can carry through the rest of your life. And, and, and if you, I, I, I know there's um, a lot of philosophies out there about nutrition and I'm a self getting self-taught. I'm still a, being in, in the process of teaching myself and well, getting into LR. <laughs> exactly, and getting as many continuing educations out there and the whole field of medicine is really just learning right now. I mean, I have not only a physician doctor, I have a physician doctor, physician husband. <laughs> my daughter is a soon to be physician as well. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot that's changed. Maybe not so much actually, but some has changed in the amount of nutrition they, they, they pick up in school. Yeah. You know, just comparing notes between the two of them. But, um, but I think there's, and there's a whole new field of medicine, right? Functional medicine that is actually open to the idea of, whoa, what a concept, you know, food is medicine, right? <laughs> and, and many of us have been in that realm already, but I'm really happy that functional medicine is doing that because I, it will and lend more evidence-based research to what we've already been saying, right? Yeah. So that's all great. Um, but but I, um, I think having um, a way to kind of take away what – your habits, but give some, give something to replace those habits. Okay. And, and support your, not only what you're taking into your body, but what you're getting rid of in your body. Mm. You know, yeah. uh, have you heard the bathtub analogy, Joyce? Of what? Tell me. Well, I, I don't know. I think of our bodies as like, as like a bathtub, <laughs> uh, maybe clawfoot and nice and you know, fancy looking, but okay. So, so think of, what you take into your body is the faucet. And that's not only what you eat, it's what you drink. It's yeah. what you think. It's what you put on your body. It's the air you breathe, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a drain. Yeah. And you're taking in all this stuff, but if your drains aren't working right, yeah. And they get clogged, then the bathtub overfills. And that's when you start getting the the issues, the health issues, right? And the stress issues. And so you have to think about ways to release stress, ways to release toxins, ways to release um, toxicity in your in your life, and um, and I really feel that whatever program you do, you have to not only learn. Okay, these are good foods to eat. You have to learn to support your organs. Mm-hmm. You know the ones that do all the hard work. You know your liver, your kidneys, your skin, your lungs. You know support those organs, and also. Um, Learn tools for carrying it through, not just during the time that you're there being coached and handheld, yeah. but beyond. You know, you have to be able to be beyond. I love that you have this medical training and background and that you can, um, you have the ability to really personalize a program for people and make it their own, you know. So whether somebody comes in, all the different you know, um, programs that we've learned or done or do, and I try to like pick the best from them all. And I'm able to really make, you know, help a person pay attention to what they need and pivot if they need to as well, because we learn, we live and learn. Sometimes things can have to go out for a while and come back and having somebody with your expertise is so crucial because you can make those determinations and say, well, this was a good way to start, but now let's do this or, 
let's continue on this way, or you need this structure and this community mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever the, the components are and you see it holistically. So I, I just love that and um, have Thank such you. great faith in you for, for that reason. Thank you so much, Joyce. And, and I've, I'm so glad we connected, you know, I think it's a, it's uh well, for, we met on LinkedIn and um, I just, uh, love your love your energy love what you're doing with educating people um, and just putting the word out there yeah you know and we're building a community ourselves with this oh and something else I wanted to say um, you brought up that there's lots of help out there and um, with your enthusiasm and how much I don't know how people could miss how much you want to be of help to them um, and I'm really glad you said that because it's one of the things I have trouble with asking for help and I've been trying to practice it and learn more how to do it. And mm -hmm. I think it's something we as a community can help people with, that they are welcome in our community and we give a lot of stuff away for free, a lot of value away for free information or just, you know, our time to answer a quick question or to give a thumbs up or just, you know, support or witness, you know, in small ways sometimes can be a, a, a huge difference. I had a client tell me she um, she decided to binge because she had no one to talk to. It was late at night, and she went back mm -hmm. to her that slide back of binging. When um, if it had happened earlier, the trigger that set her off, she would have called a friend. And after we finished our coaching call, and then I texted her and I said, "You know, you can text me. I, I might not answer. I might be sleeping, but I'll answer when I wake up." And she liked that. And I, I, you know, it was just a simple gesture. I'll shut my phone off at night and I won't hear. But if it helps just to have someone just to share with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, sometimes you just need a sounding board. And even if that sounding board doesn't reverb right away, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know that one other person in the world is hearing you. Yeah. And I think that's really important, you know? Critical, yeah. It really is. And help yeah. people pace their progress, understand progress isn't always, um, or everybody wants the scale to move, right? Everybody wants that symptom to go away or whatever it is that we're working on. Um, but it's just one small part of the measure, the ways that we measure our progress. And and sometimes it takes a while, right? When you're working yeah. with, it depends yeah. on how sick you are to begin with. It, it really does, you know, my experience, uh, if somebody really has no clue about healthy eating, which surprisingly, I really didn't, you know, I was pretty well educated and I ate a lot of salads. <laughs> but many things to many people, but, you know, certainly I don't like to have food be good or bad. I like to say, how does it work for you? Right. Yeah. That's the, the point. The point for me was it wasn't bad food. It was it had become something I couldn't digest and therefore bad for me. So it wasn't necessarily bad. Yeah. It just was no longer serving me. And that learning what foods fueled me and what foods sabotaged me. Yeah. Wow. What a, what a tool, right? Yeah. And, and also learning how to tweak that too. I mean, I, I've read some of Jason Fung's work with the oh, intermittent fasting. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, if you add that component in um, and really think about, you know, how do you, he, he turns diabetes around, 
He takes diabetic people and turn and, and cures them, not with insulin. That's so counterintuitive, but guess what we do? Yeah. You know, I have patients that are completely obese and they need their daily insulin, you know, shot. And it's, Makes they were gaining work. weight. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Doc, why am I gaining weight? I have, you know, you're treating me for diabetes and then you tell me to lose weight, but I'm getting, taking the insulin and I'm gaining weight. So what's with that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ah, we have a long way to go. <laughs> well, I love that you're on the team and that you have this knowledge and thirst for knowledge. So you know where to go to get it. You know, of course, you have two doctors in your family, but you know how to, to synthesize information that can be complicated. And if it's not your thing, right? A lot of people are very smart, but this is not their thing. They, don't, they just want to know how to turn the computer on. They don't want to know how it works. They just, you know, so that's what we do when we're able to synthesize it. So your medical background is so valuable. And then just, you know, your skill with coaching and, and, and being able to put it all together. Um, it's just, well, and I love people. You do. I love seeing people smile. (laughs) I love, I love seeing people. Um, I, I had a patient yesterday who has um, dementia, who unfortunately fell and broke her hip. And at the hospital prior to where we came, where she came, uh, they weren't able to get her to the edge of the bed. She was screaming, kicking, you know, and we were like, okay, well, let's see what happens. But um, we were not only able to get her to the edge of the bed and stand up, but actually turn around and sit down in a chair. And 95% of what I did had nothing to do with physical therapy. Yeah. yeah. It, it had to do with connecting. Yeah, it had to do with understanding her fear and and connecting with her and helping her to see what her goals are mm-hmm. and how I could help her towards her goals. Oh, that's and so that is cool. yeah. But it's such a it's such a parallel to what I love to do with anybody I meet. Anybody who comes to me who has a desire to for better health, better finances, better life situation, less stress in their lives, whatever. Um, I want to help connect them, connect the dots, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and understand that they own their power. Yeah. Because that's that's the end of the day. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. Well, you're a gift. Um, we're about out of time, and I wanted I forgot to do this at the beginning, so I want to make sure we tell people how to reach out to you and all the different okay. ways that they can. I want I want to start with the. Uh, you have a Facebook group. Can they get join a Facebook group, or is that a private group? Yes. No. It's well. It is a private group. Uh, I can add them to the group. They just need to reach out to me on Facebook. I'm pretty easy to find on Facebook. Um, there aren't too many Cecile Chaconises, a combination French and Greek name there. <laughs> so at C E C I L E C H A C O N as in Nancy A S as in Sam. Okay. Cecile Traconis. I also on Facebook threw in the word um, my my maiden name Poulin, P O U L I N. Good French okay. name there. So okay, they can friend you there. Of course, they, they can, can find you on LinkedIn there. where I found you. And yes. then your website. You have a website. Yes, um, my website is Cecile Traconis again. My name C E C I L E C H A C O N A S dot. Yeah. Arbon, A-R-B-O-N-N-E dot com. Okay. Because I am the first, your first and last name is all one word for that. It's all one word. 
And then uh, no slash is just um, dot arbon.com. Got it. Okay. And, or and, you can email me yeah. at uh, CC, those are my initials, Cecile Chicana, CC yeah. for F O R health, H E A L T H at gmail.com. Perfect. And I'll make sure I include those in the show notes as well in the links. So on the podcast or on the, um, when eventually we'll go on YouTube as well. So we're going to have a audio version and a video version. The audio will come out first and then the video. Um, so I'll make sure they're in the show notes so people can find that if they um, didn't have a pencil while we were spelling. <laughs> so. Great. Wonderful. Okay. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. To oh, be here. You're welcome. Thanks for coming and sharing, and and uh, your your enthusiasm is contagious. I I'm so I get so <laughs> up when I you know just being around your energy, and I, I really love that. And I need that, you know, for me to function and keep my level of energy up and and be present for my clients. It really helps me. So if there are other coaches out there as well, you know, we are a community. We're here to help each other, and That's so right. if you find a way to connect with Cecile, then for sure, uh, reach out because I know I know you would love it. So, and to me, I sure would. <laughs> I think you know a rising tide raises all ships, right? Yeah, you got it. So, well, thank you, my friend, my colleague. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you, Joyce.